All righty, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. And I should get that one right. Grunberg, G-R-U-N-B-U-R-G, which is making me think. I'll hit you with a GTR. The Good Things Report. Somebody emailed saying, where has the GTR been? So the answer is we've lost that the... Basically, the show opening and the GTR and the typical format, because we haven't launched season three, this has just been a bit of a mini-series about the steps you can take to ensure 2018 is a breakthrough year. We've been handing, feeding you one a week, and you get a tool and a template, I should say, or a template, and so that's what we've done and I hope you're not jumping in here but you go back to week one which was assess right we assessed excuse me (laughs) I'm getting ahead of myself we decided we went through the decision declaration sounded like Arnold Schwarzenegger (laughs) decision so we had the decision and then we assessed and then we went through what Yep, values, mission, vision, your North Star. So that puts you through week three. Week four, passion and purpose, strengths and weaknesses. Five, the energy and enthusiasm module. Absolutely critical. So you go through, you listen to each of these. Week six, goals. Week seven last week, spent 30-plus minutes getting into habit. And that's only part one because habit is massive so it's so huge we get part two today which we're calling habit strength and then if we do a niner it may be a while because it's kind of the bonus module it's around the mastery mindset all of these are lumped in into a course uh, depending on when you're listening to this, you'll either find <laughs> you'll find info, or it'll be closed, or it'll be have a new uh, kind of enrollment date. To find out that info, you just go to thehabitfactor.com forward slash 2018. So check that out when you want. But having said all that. Let's get into why habit has two parts and what the heck habit strength is. And I said last week, when you understand what habit is, and I mean truly understand it, um, nothing as it relates to your productivity and specifically goal achievement will quite be the same again. And we talked about PAR, plan, act, record, and reassess. Now, where we left off was this idea that if you do it, do it multiple times, plan, act, record, reassess, one particular behavior slash habit, you increase what we're calling the habit strength. So the the age-old question is how long does it take to create a habit? And anybody who's 
um, telling you truthfully, the answer is they don't know because there are so many variables. It could be your desire is a variable, your inclination or skill or skills are a variable. But there's one thing we do know, and that is if you follow this process, plan, act, record, reassess, over time, what was once weak or non-existent, for instance, drinking water every day, so following PAR to increase habit strength, you set the bar low, and so you say, oh, I'm just going to two times a week, well, let's make it three, still low, three glasses of water, two times, three times a week. Let me see if I got those numbers right. Three glasses of water, three times a week. And then I'm going to pick my target days. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Some people get a little anxious and and complain and say, well, I don't know for sure what day I'm going to be able to do the habit. That's the genius of the system, if you will. You don't have to know. These are target days. So if you miss Monday, you can make it up Tuesday. So you plan three glasses of water three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, because I never drink water. As an example, I'm going to start tracking this. So I'm planning. And then I act. Monday rolls around. There's my sheet, my free tracking sheet. It's taped to my desk or I've downloaded the free app. All of this is free for you, by the way. And Monday rolls around, and there it is, and you act. You drink your three glasses of water. Here's a quick tip. I've actually done this for months, going back eight-plus years ago. Drink two glasses. First thing, right when you wake up, A, you're going to feel incredible. It's amazing for digestion and health and well-being and energy. But two... You're, depending on what your target is for the day, you're already, you already have a jump start. So if my target was three, all I got to do is before the end of the day, drink one more glass of water. So we plan, we act, we record. Now, no other habit formation methodology exists out there, not documented, where you are Uh, I should say required, recommended to track. Some people suggest it. The habit factor makes it a requirement because this is you're going to plan, you're going to act, you're going to record. And recording means track plus notes. So you say, yeah, that was easy. In fact, I drank four glasses today. Now, uh, quick pop quiz here. Do you give yourself an extra check? Because you did more than your minimum. And we'll just cut to the chase. The answer is no. You still get one check because your target day was a minimum of three and you did three. You can write in the notes because tracking, I should say recording is tracking plus notes. You write, I actually drank four glasses. It was awesome. You do this for four weeks. How many weeks? Perfect. Four weeks. Plan, act, record, reassess. By the way, the planning 
you only do once. It's the the acting and the recording. You go through the week, you record, and then you do it for a second week. And usually the target days and the minimum success criteria, that should all be the same for the four weeks. At the end of four weeks, you look at it and you say, oh, man, that was amazing. I'm tracking over 100%. And you're feeling better. You can't believe it because the month went by so quick, as they all do. But all of a sudden, you've had more energy. You're drinking water. And you're like, wow, that was amazing. So the next month, you increase it to five glasses. And you still make it three days a week. The point is, as you track from one 28-day period, which is why we call it the 28-day breakthrough, to another, you are slowly increasing habit strength. What we're the goal here with habit strength is to remove something called willpower. (laughs) We all think some of us have willpower and some of us don't. The secret, my friends, and I think many of you know this, is those that appear to have willpower have just developed something called discipline. And here's the maxim. Discipline is a habit. Discipline is a habit. Discipline is a habit. The reason this is worthwhile to repeat is you're, you're leveraging the, the force of habit to work for you. You're taking away willpower as a determinant whether you drink water. I don't feel like drinking water. I'd rather have a beer. I'd rather have soda. I'd rather have Coke, whatever it is. The point is, at in the moment, you may just opt for the beer. If you plan, act, record, and reassess, and by the way, occasionally you may opt for the beer. The beauty is you're recording, and so you'll see, oh yeah, I did that. That's okay, because I'm recording. I'm going to remember what to do next time. Over time, you develop habit strength. Each of these grow, support, reinforce your discipline depending upon what the habit is and thereby diminishing the influence that willpower has at any particular decision point slash in the moment. So I know you're getting all this down. I'm covering a lot of ground, but... This is why habit has two parts. First part was understanding habit from a deep, deeper philosophical sense, from an energy perspective, pattern and rhythm. And then par, plan, act, record, reassess. And here we are into habit strength, which is this kind of magic key that when you begin to intermediate and direct see the the genius is anyone can craft any habit can't say that about any other creature on earth 
You have this incredible capacity. And once you do, it can serve you automatically, which is just fascinating. So Stephen King, when he wakes up, and I've never talked to the guy, I bet you without thinking, which is one of the traits of habit, without much conscious thought, he finds himself at his desk, at his laptop, and just writing away, and probably every day. Now, again, I haven't talked to him, but I can 99.999% guarantee 30 years ago that was not the case. It's a habit strength. He, he developed. So, so people look at that and go, wow, he is just so disciplined. But it's just, it's habit that has taken over. So what we have, this incredible gift, is to consciously craft habits intentionally that can serve us unconsciously, ultimately. Now, it doesn't happen overnight. That's why you go through PAR, plan, act, record, reassess. Nobody else is teaching this. Um, and, and that's okay. It's going to change. It's, you know, the book's only been out seven years or something. Um, but that's what's going to happen. And, and I'm just thinking now, last week we also talked about the important concept of habit alignment. So, I really hope you're not tuning in just now and trying to absorb all this, but what we don't want you to do, let me back up. What I want to make sure you do is, is we started, remember two weeks ago was the goal at week six, and then we went to habits. So we reverse engineer, if I were to achieve that goal, what habits would I have had to have? So if the, if the goal was writing a book, what habits? Obviously, perhaps the most important one there is writing. How do you develop that? Well, you go through the PAR process, plan, act, record, reassess, and then you keep doing that. You follow the habit factor methodology, and you can use a free tracking sheet or a free app. So that's about it, my friends. Again, check out, um, again, I don't know when you're listening to this. I don't know what you're going to see there. It's either going to be up, meaning the course, down. Um, could be a different price. It could be closed until a new enrollment date. But it's, it's thehabitfactor.com forward slash 2018. We go through all these steps. There is a pro version, if you will, and a standard version. We're doing something extra, extra cool with the pro version, and that is we're inviting. So let me back up. It's called the 28-Day Breakthrough. Originally, this was just a 28-day course. You get in, you eat up the content, and it spits you out. You can look at it, review it over the course of a year, and some people like it that way. But in talking with past students, what what we've also done is have an accountability group. And so using Facebook, we have a private Facebook accountability group. 
So if you get the course, you get the pro module, you get in on that, and then we do a monthly coaching call, so it's kind of group support, Q&A, and it's all at an incredible, like ridiculously stupid price. But that's my problem, not yours, and that will change over time. But for now, I'm happy to do it that way. So I was just reflecting on one of the experts in the industry, I think his week weekend workshop is like $3,500. No names. And so this is a year-long course, and it gets into far more than you could ever do in a weekend. And uh, anyways, check it out. But that's this is week eight. Again, separate from the course, you got this. Work with the free tracking sheet on the Habit Factor site. Many of you have already got that. Or the free app. Use habit alignment. Identify three to five habits that support your goal. Follow PAR, Plan, Act, Record, Reassess. And over time, you will develop the necessary habits to help you achieve your goals. And with that, my friends, I got to get to my next, my next task. Um, I feel like I missed a few questions that I got hit with. The GTR. What? I was just going to tell you. Oh, that's what it was. I was getting into it and I didn't say it. <laughs> um, you know what? I'll save it at this point. Just it relates to this idea of, of values. I have dropped it from these episodes anyways because it's part of this mini series i've dropped the whole intro song and part of the reason i did that was because i just listened to a few other uh checked out a few podcasts i thought it was interesting they just roll in without any fancy fare so feel free to let me know what you like better or worse at the habit factor site on uh, Facebook or shoot me an email, mg at thehabitfactor.com. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, it's very helpful when you take a moment and drop a review on iTunes. And again, I thank you so much for checking it out. And I'm really excited about already the end of the year when many of you are um, checking in to say how you applied these modules, these steps, these tools, and you did have a breakthrough year. So with that, for the fourth time, I am out. Make it a terrific day. See ya. I don't have the discipline, or I'm just a constant procrastinator. I know what I need to do, but just don't seem to do it. Sound familiar? Typically, the root causes of personal frustration lack of fulfillment, or even emptiness can be traced to one or both of the following. No clarity of purpose, or the notion that you aren't tapping into your potential. Simply put, you're not getting the most out of yourself and your abilities. And believe it or not, in many ways, the key to all achievement is essentially the opposite of the classic Japanese proverb that says, beginning is easy, continuing is hard. 
chances are you'll agree that getting started is the hardest part. And in fact, while never easy, continuing becomes easier over time. It becomes easier because of a magical gift each of us have been endowed with, an extraordinary achievement device, a tool so powerful that it willingly performs the tasks you have programmed automatically and without conscious thought. Consider that for a moment. This remarkable gift, of course, is habit. The true challenge, then, must be to bust through the initial resistance to literally begin moving, to break the inertia. This is absolutely essential. Procrastinators should recognize, much as Newton pointed out centuries ago, that a body in motion tends to stay in motion, and therefore a body at rest will remain at rest. Certainly, if you've ever heard the saying, when you want something done, then give it to a busy person, you can appreciate the truth in these observations. In The Republic, Plato states, the beginning is the most important part of the work. And even though his context was in reference to a child's character, he states a simple truth, for without a beginning there can be no end, no result. Therefore, it's worthwhile to keep in mind that you have little chance of doing something a second and a third time if you haven't done it yet a first time. This may sound a bit ridiculous, but the message cannot be overemphasized. You simply must get started, or as Nike says, just do it. And of course, the habit factor's corollary to Nike's famous slogan might be, just do it often. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from. If there's one thing I know, and I think Jim Rohn was the one who said this originally, in five years, the difference in your life will be largely based upon two things, the books you've read and the relationships you have fostered. Doesn't it make sense to take advantage of the downtime, whether you're on the road, on a run, in the gym, kill a couple birds with one stone, get a book going? It's phenomenal. It's I, The more people I turn on to it, the more uh, compliments I get. Not that I've actually done anything. 180,000 titles to choose from. You get one free book a month, 30% off any other book. Again, check it out. Audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals. I'm going to say that again real quick. Audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals. And that is the number two. And of course, when you support our sponsors, you are supporting the show. So thank you again. I am extremely grateful. We'll see you at the next episode.